One, two, three. Welcome to the Clam Bake. Welcome to the Clam Bake. It's a fresh take on a question all this time. If a woman is alone in the forest, will she still be undermined? It's a sorority of equality. It's a bonfire of the patriarchy. Come on, your hands, bring your moms, bring your dads. Come to the Clam Bake with me. I'm Lindsay Stidham. And I'm Angela Gonler. And, and we want to be better <laughs> feminists. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Each week we interview different guests about their experiences, challenges, triumphs, and follies with feminism. And being a human being is really hard, you guys. Sometimes. And sometimes. I think most of the time. Most of the, right now it is. <laughs> right now it's tough. And being a feminist is complicated, but our best resource is talking to each other. So let's get talking. Welcome to the Clam Bake Clams. Welcome. Clams. Um, quick clam check-in. How how are you today, Lindsay? I haven't seen you because I we took a trip. We haven't seen each other. I know it's forever. always weird. We did a lot of g chatting. Yeah, since we saw each other last. That's about it. That's about it. Uh, my clam's feeling frustrated. Uh, about the, the state of the world. Uh, Comey just got fired. That's like when we're yeah, recording we record, this cast. Yeah, this is, it's going to be a couple weeks out. It'll so. be a couple weeks Who out. Who knows what's going to happen? We'll still be dealing with the consequences. And then also, like, I haven't been paid for a job uh, that I'm owed, like, a lot of money for. So hey, if you have employees, pay them on time. That's all I got to say. Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So there's that. How's your clam? My clam is good. My clam is uh, cold because I just drank this delicious <laughs> mocha-ish <Jesus>. smoothie. <laughs> so my clam is like good and happy. That's good. Yeah. I'll try. And tuning out reality. I'll try and absorb some of your happiness. Yeah. Well, there's still a little bit of the smoothie left if you want to okay. give it a little. All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Good talk. Um, good talk. Okay. Now it's time to learn something. Let's learn something from <laughs> the beautiful, the talented the tall the she's tall she's, she's tall, tall. <laughs> the youngest guest we've had that is of speaking age yeah we've had we've some had babies. babies and a oh dog. yeah yeah you guys had the babies <laughs> two babies right, and right, a dog right. yeah i'm a little bit older than a baby just baby, a little but no, not by much <laughs> it's natalie d'amico hey guys hi welcome uh natalie is an Actor, artist, Yuck. and she is the writer, director of a web series called Poor Little Rich Girl. Yeah, and today, correct. Uh, Natalie is a self-identified privileged individual. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this uncomfortable idea of privilege. And I feel like uh, with Lindsay and I, we've addressed it a couple of times. Um, the white elephant always i think in the room with, is that we're white is that we're white i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> the white elephant is that we are three white women talking yeah. about yeah. being privileged, privileged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes yeah and and we are making an effort to diversify our guests but we also realize it sucks that like i don't i have diverse friends but i also have a lot of white friends yeah it's both it's both yeah but yeah i mean that's you know it's la baby yeah yeah it's like when I when I look at pictures um, of my high school uh, theater cast shows. <laughs> uh, uh. It's it's yeah it's like across the board, but it's um there's definitely a white dominance mm -hmm. look at like of people of just numbers, you mm -hmm. know, not like white dominance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God no. 
No. No thank you is what I say to that. Amen. Amen. So, Natalie. Yeah. Are you a feminist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Super. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Well, okay. This is really, f- this is funny because I was thinking about this the other day. This better make me laugh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, I'm really, I'm studying improvisational comedy. So, well, we'll watch. be the judge of that <laughs> now, won't we? Um, I was looking up the the literal definition of the word feminist Ooh, and good. like feminism. And what's crazy to me, the definition was you probably fact check me now, but like it's literally oh, I can't because I have your outline up oh, and yeah, if yeah, I don't yeah. I'm afraid to click anywhere else anyway, on the phone. Then it'll go away. Um it's literally the definition is just uh uh one to believing in equal rights for women. Yeah, it's such a simple definition. Yeah, which is so crazy because it's like yeah, I believe that. But then all of these connotations have now come with the word feminist. And it's like, oh, like anti-man or, you know, only pro-women. Like, no. Right. Yeah. And then, and then like, it's, it's just, it, 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 it baffles me a little bit that when I say like, yeah, I'm a feminist, it's, it's can be looked upon too aggressively or negatively so it's funny Mm -hmm. because i i do hesitate to say that but big time yeah 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 it is crazy it's such a simple definition it's like we just want equal rights and yeah i agree it's crazy especially i think right now um with the state of things in the world people are uh extra afraid of the word or extra vehement about the word and i feel like extra afraid of all words right like we're so quick to jump down each other's throats right now for every little thing that that is uttered either in person or especially on social media Mm -hmm. everyone's really reactionary right now everyone's kind of i feel like ever it's a bunch of live wires out there yeah yeah and you know kind of thank god that that's happening now because it's really calling people can I say bad words? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay. It's calling people on their shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is good. But also there's, um, it's definitely created like a kind of a cloud of aggression mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also awareness. So it's like, it's a double edged sword. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But I feel we like we owe like extra special debt to the feminists who've come before us right oh, now yeah. because it feels like there's another fight on and we got to be ready to stand up. Yeah. It's like, like, it's like different rounds. Yeah. And now it's, now it's, we're in this round. And yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Let's fight y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what does privilege mean to you? <laughs> what does privilege mean to me? Privilege means, um, being lucky enough to, um, have something that others, uh, don't and whether that's from like you've you've worked for it or you've been born into it or you've been supported into something I think those are all different types of privilege um I think in my case my privilege comes from completely how the life I was born into Mm um so and also how I identify I'm cis, mm-hmm. I'm white, I am grew up in LA, which in this industry, like it, I know will just like, it, it already has helped me. Yeah. A it's lot. a bit of a privilege just to have been here for some time. Yeah. 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 And I've, as an actor, as an aspiring actor, as a, yeah, yeah, as an aspiring actor and 
creator person. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I know, I know how it works. I grew up with it. I don't know how everything works because it's constantly changing, but I just, and your I'm mom's so in much the more. industry as yes, well. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, ha- and my parents are a huge part of my privilege because my parents love and support me financially and emotionally right now. Um, which is like a huge asset mm-hmm. that not everybody my age who comes out to LA has. So with those things being said, that's kind of how the series was born. Cause I was like, this is, this is crazy that there's, and there's other girls like me in, in this position, a lot go more on the traditional path of going to school mm-hmm. and, and using that privilege to be educated, which is great. But I was like, Oh, I'm super unhappy doing that path. So I need to use this um, in another medium. Right. Does that make sense? So, so, yeah. so you're just not answering no, the question. It totally makes sense. <laughs> no, you totally. Yeah. But just to yeah. clarify what path you're going on, your path of education is like, I'm going to create instead of go to college. Well, what's so funny? I, did I tell you? You did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am going back to school, which is really exciting. Um, but I'm going to uh, CalArts, which is in the Valley, and it's very like yeah, it's great pro school. the creator. Yeah. yeah. Um, which wasn't necessarily what the – what the my old school like wasn't my, so you did a year I did at a Emerson, year I did right? a year at Emerson yeah. and it was a great school it just was not for me um and then yeah I moved back here and through the signs of the universe it was like a angel the rain started pouring moment um <laughs> I applied and then I got in and I'm going um but what I love about there is that they're they from the get-go, they're like, we're going to help you make your own work. We're going to help you be an actor f- first, but an actor in this day and age has to kind of has to be creating. Creating. Yeah. 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 It's just like, that's just, you have to hustle and yeah. they'll support that, which I love. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I would love to go back to school and just be creating all the time. Yeah. That's a great school. Congratulations. So give us like uh, that elevator pitch for Poor Little Rich Girl. Yeah, the elevator, the elevator <laughs> pitch for Poor Little Rich Girl. It's five five-minute, roughly, episodes uh, that center around an exaggerated version of myself that follows five different scenarios in my life. Traffic, work, acting class, therapy, and a bike ride. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play a little bit, but well, as we do that, maybe tell us why you, um, picked like very general themes like that of those five episodes. Yeah. Because, uh, they're, <laughs> they're things that, um, I think people with not, um, the same financial situation as me still do. And then also people with the same financial situation as me also do. Also do. So it's yeah. like it's it was like an across the board kind of thing. Right. It's an environment in which different levels of privilege clash or like connect yeah, with each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in traffic, everybody's driving in traffic. Right. Everybody's got to work. Let me let me ask you a question. Okay. Um how do you feel about traffic? Oh. Traffic in LA is the worst. Wait, seriously. This is this is how I look at it, right? Businesses build up around where people live, right? And then the more businesses that build up around a certain area, the more people want to live in that area. And then the higher the rent gets, and the more people have to move out of that area because they can't pay the rent, right? Um, excuse me. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Excuse me, what do you think you're doing? I'm just making a left. No, you can't just stop like that. You're holding up traffic. There, There's not that many people. Bye. She must be having a bad day. <laughs> awesome. LA traffic. LA traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and and we might skip around this document a tiny yeah. bit, but I'm gonna bring up the cameraman is like a whole character in this oh, yeah. that you interact with a lot in some episodes and uh, not so much in other episodes. What was your impetus to kind of shoot it this way? And can you tell us like a little bit more about the cameraman? Character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I I am a big big fan, and it was definitely my goal to make something the same kind of mockumentary style as The Office or Parks and Rec mm-hmm. or if you're a couple years ago, like Best in Show, great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Christopher so I, Guest is like, my God. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I wanted to make something in that style. So I wrote the first episode like that and then it kind of turned more into just how we filmed how we filmed it mm-hmm. and then we we brought back the interaction between the two of them at the at the final episode mm-hmm. um because it's like <laughs> they are re- they are going for I it know. But, oh man <laughs> I'm, like, trying, I'm like trying to focus acting <laughs> acting hey man i get it <laughs> um yeah it was i wanted to show somebody peeking in on this girl's life and showing how she she wanted to be seen and then how she actually is. Right. So there are times you forget that the cameraman yeah. is there. Yeah. And you sort of slipped into like a non-performative. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I feel <laughs> happens mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the privileged people world where, where we're like putting on this whole thing of like, yes, like, this is I own my privilege. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. how privileged I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this stuff and like and then you like go home and you know, you can com- you complain about how you have to mop f- from only like a 3-hour shift that you work, which is like nothing. Right. You know? Um and it's like I did that and then it, and this was just kind of a way to kind of call calm myself out. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, is the cameraman following you because he wants to, or did your character pay him? Oh, to follow she, you? she definitely paid yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was trying to do like a look how great I am kind of thing, and then it was like, no, this is actually what yeah, happened. Yeah, he feels to me very much in a service position. Yeah, to you. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Um, and we'll get into the really deep questions in one second, but I do have to ask about the title. It's a hugely famous movie. Poor I know, yeah. Girl. <laughs> I, um, and I knew that. After we had wrote it, and I think I was just, <laughs> I think I was just too attached. Your to youth the name. is chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of too attached to the name to change it, mm-hmm. and I and it's vastly different. It was like a, this is a web series, right. and, this, and that was like a classic movie. It was like Shirley Temple. Right? Yeah, it's a Shirley yeah, yeah, Temple yeah. movie. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just wondering if it was a conscious decision to <laughs> nod to that. Totally unconscious, yeah. but then yeah, it was totally conscious. Yeah, you know, cool, <laughs> awesome. So. How did you go about deciding which aspects of your life to explore? Um, I wrote 
kind of a list of everything that I was doing at the time. Because mm-hmm. almost a year ago now, I moved back from college, and then I was just like, okay, take improv classes, work and make money, and just be in LA and like see what happens. Oh, and start going to therapy again, which was super helpful. Um, but I but I was doing other things like a like a friend hangout. Mm-hmm. I wrote one, and then I did another one of like goes goes to the store goes like on a shopping spree or something it's like you know you do that when you feel bad about yourself and so you're like I'll go use all my gift cards that I saved up from Christmas and <laughs> 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 just buy new clothes um, and then those were the five that that we felt that we could work the best um, kind of full story of you know the mom and her and right. everything yeah cool yeah. were you at all worried about we did we did an episode of the show called unlikable women where yeah. we <laughs> talked about hillary clinton and we also talked <laughs> about the show fleabag where that yeah. character is you know she is a person of, of privilege but she also has some baggage but a lot of people find her unlikable were you worried about that label at all in delving into this is it i kind of wanted it is that weird to say no, no. i like because i you know that thing where you have a bunch of things that you think people say about you, even though like they don't care enough about you to say those mm-hmm. things, but you but you still think all the bad things about yourself. I that was everything that I think people think about me in a in a poor matter in like a in a bad in the way in, in, a bad the, in the way you perceive people to be judging you. Yes, exactly. I was like. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be that person. So, so, so nobody else can say that I'm that person. I'm just going to like make myself fully that person. I'm going to be the worst parts. I'm going to be the worst parts of myself. Yeah. 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 Do you, is that stemming from like real interactions you've had or do you think that because you're a liberal woman, feminist who is trying to be aware of your privilege, do you think you're putting that on yourself or have you had interactions where people have been like, you don't get to speak on this because you're a rich white girl. Um, I'm definitely putting it on. You're putting it on. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, I've, I don't want to say, I want to say pride myself. Like I don't want to applaud myself for just like being how the world should be. But like, I know, I know when to shut up. Like, I've and I've and I've learned when to shut up because mm-hmm. I definitely haven't shut up in certain times. But like co- issues of race, like I, that's not my, that's that's not anything that I can say anything of value to. I can just be an ally and listen, you know. But it's like in terms of kind of poking fun of of white people, like that, hey, that's where I come in, you know. Like yeah. that's my specialty. So yeah. Who who is your target audience for this? Pe- people my age, people like you're... like high school girls, kind of uh, getting out of college or g- sorry, going into college or girls that are kind of graduating from college, still living in this middle ground of being supported by their parents, but also trying to make it on their own. So so women of privilege like yourself, yeah, 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 just to kind of be like, hey guys, like let's poke fun at ourselves a little bit, and maybe that will give us some humility, and then we could just get over ourselves and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have any inspirations for, for that? Like as you were making it? Cause it came, it came out a bit ago. When did it actually come out? It came out January, February, March, April, March. 
Oh, just March of this year. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, because like the first thing I think about in discussions like this is dear white people of like the satire that has called us out on our oh our God, own so bullshit. Oh, good. Yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. 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 Um no, no inspiration. I just kind of well, also another Gia, the who you guys have had on the show. Yeah, she um, was on episode four. Yeah. She, light episode about sexual assault. Yeah, yeah real light, funny. Real, really, really humorous. <laughs> yeah. Um, she is my uh, angel, mm-hmm. <laughs> as are you, by the way. Oh, um, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but she, she kind of, she was the one who kind of made fun of me because I was, I think I was playing like the poor me thing of like, I, I came, I came back to LA and I was like, oh, I'm just going to start working. Cause like, that'll be easy. So I signed up for, you know, backstage LA casting and I was going on all these horrible calls and mm-hmm. doing all these like terrible, terrible things. And I was like, I'm working my butt off. Uh, why, why can't I get anything? Like, I'm, you know, I'm working a sandwich shop, da, 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 all this stuff. And she's like, you live with your parents, so you don't need to be <laughs> working to make money. They're, your parents are in the business, so you can use them for connections, but you're going on backstage. She's like, why are you doing this? And I was like, <laughs> oh, because I have, like, I don't know. I have this, like, complex of you have to um, put yourself down to be with the that. paying your dues idea. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the paying your dues yeah. idea, which is true, but also, like, a little bit hilarious that I that I thought like that would be good for me like it was just soul crushing yeah. I was like why am I putting myself through something so soul crushing for to like be the bigger person like yeah. that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know if I'm like saying the right things I never there's know there's no such right thing or the wrong right here <laughs> it, it's tricky like I, I struggle with this too being, you know, a white woman who wants to act and who wants to create work and who wants to make movies and who wants to make TV shows, being like the the market is saturated with white people stories. But but at the same time, I do feel like my stories are valid. So it's just like a it's 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 a tough push and pull between yeah. wanting to wanting to support a different kind of industry moving forward, but also being like, no, God damn it. I have something, I have something to offer. It's hard to own that and hard to believe that all the time. Yeah, I think like I have something to offer and I want to offer it. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like we, like we have something to offer. Like just us sitting here talking is creating work. Mm -hmm. We're, we're valid, but also like there's this huge marginalized group of people who like, are still not getting that same opportunity. Absolutely. But yeah. simultaneously, I'll just get on my high horse for one second. Yeah. When women are behind the camera and writing 75% oh, less than men, that's oh my true. God. Our yeah. stories are still missing. Absolutely. Like there's a lot of story holes to fill Absolutely. and I want to yeah. fill them. Yeah. And I will <laughs> yeah, say yeah. you wrote and directed and basically ground produced yeah. this whole thing. So you are doing something that the major majority of time is done by man. So, yeah. So you are, you are examining your privilege, but at the same time you are, I'm just like doing working it. from a, exactly. in a position that's also oppressed. It's like a really, yeah. you're doing it's, it actively too, because yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Like I would say again, I guess 75 is my number tonight, but like yeah. I would say 75% <laughs> of actors living in Los Angeles 
are are doing what you were just saying. Like they're sometimes submitting to backstage. They're sometimes submitting themselves yeah. online, and they're not actively doing anything to yeah. advance their career. Like it's yeah. it's like if you wait around for the rest of your life, yeah. then well, that was you could thing. be waiting around forever. <laughs> no, truly. Yeah, and like the stuff that I was submitting for was like drunk girl at party. Yeah, you know, like best friend number two, and I was yeah. like. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'll just I, I used to commercial audition and I'll never forget that one time somebody told me I did a really good job miming eating yogurt and they're like, You're gonna kill in commercials and I was like, What is my life? Yeah. And <laughs> like that's like, that's great because there's like, like very they, good thank money. You. Yeah, right. Thanks for saying <laughs> my <laughs> yogurt eating skills yeah. are off the chart. Like, and I didn't book that one. <laughs> well, I guess you didn't eat it well enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> Was there was there any sort of awkwardness in sort of uh, telling your parents about this project? Oh my gosh, yeah, my mom still makes fun of me. Really? She's like, she, oh gosh, she does this thing. She's like, I guess I just wasn't there for you enough. Because you talk a lot about your yeah. relationship with your mom and your yeah, parents. Yeah, it's kind of like entirely based on the relationship with my mom. Yeah, um, I mean, I let's get this straight. My mother is the best woman alive I love her she is my inspiration my support my everything that being said it was it was a weird growing up because I was not uh only raised by her I was raised by you know my godmother who started off as my babysitter Mm -hmm. um I was raised by my (laughs) so weird to say but like I guess my housekeeper, like, I guess that's how you say it, but like, she's family. Like, you know, like she was my third mom. She right. is my third mom. And I can tell different. you're uncomfortable just talking oh, about I'm, it. Your body language totally changed. Oh, I, I'm so I uncomfortable. I could not, like literally, I just, this says something about me, but yeah. literally my brain went to that chick on the most recent episode of The Bachelor who was obsessed with oh, her housekeeper. Oh my God. <laughs> but then. She's a disgrace. She is. But then when you actually see them interact, this is going to like, this is diving deep into The Bachelor for people who don't watch the show. Oh, but I when you see watch the show. her, you're like, oh shit, they have like a better love than her and her mom. I'm not saying that's you at all. It's no. like literally that's where my brain went visually of like when you were talking about yeah. that, which is like, because I know that world in a stereotype of The Bachelor. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I and I think it's also very like (laughs) that woman was being paid to take care of her. Like she's a 24 year old woman and her father is paying for Raquel to make her (laughs) pasta. Yeah, exactly. We love that show. We know her name. Yeah. yeah. 24 year old has like a servant making her pasta. Yes. But it's the housekeeper that she grew up with that that clearly put more time into mothering her than her mom, her mom did. did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And when she talks about it on The Bachelor, you're like, oh my God, I hate this girl. And then when you see her go home to Miami, yeah. you're like, wait, <laughs> I understand why she loves Raquel so much and now it doesn't seem so weird. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And but also I, like if Raquel's being paid fairly and treated yeah. well, that's like a, a but that's the thing we're great like great job for someone like perhaps. look at us like we're like I don't ju- know. we're like justifying this I don't know you know like that's it's crazy like I just I had to go through a lot with calling myself out and calling my mom out of like this is a kind of a crazy way to be raised sure but on the flip side job opportunities for people if yeah. they're treated well and paid fairly are 
job opportunities and yeah. you know women's that those tend to be women's jobs their emotional labor mm-hmm. as well For as sure, physical yeah. labor and they're hard and like noble jobs i think yeah so there's it's, a reason it's really that complicated, that British nanny is real damn famous. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> so skilled because man. child rearing is hard. Yeah, and what's crazy? Difficult. My dad worked just as much, if not more, and I feel no resentment towards him. Right. Which yeah. is psycho. Well, it yeah. makes total sense in the way that our society is gendered and the role expectations yeah. for mothers and fathers. Mothers are supposed to be there where the fathers go away to work. Yeah. 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 And it's like your mom made sure she's like, I like my career too. And it's like this is this is a conclusion that I've come to. If my mom hadn't made the choices she made, she would not be where she is with her career today and she would not be a happy person. Yeah. Thank God my role model is a happy, strong person. Mm-hmm. She had to make sacrifices, but like that's life, you know? And Right. And if she hadn't like you would hate her for other exactly. reasons. Exactly. Yeah. And, sh- and she would daughters hate their me. mothers sometimes, yeah. even though yeah, we yeah. love you, mom. Yeah. 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 We love mom, you so much. Hey, mom. Love you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just inevitable. And at my some point. mess up brain, like, my mom stayed home and took care of us most of our lives. And I'm like incredibly close to my mom and really lucky that she was able to do that. And yeah. that, that was a choice that she wanted to make too. Like that was her choice. Yeah. But in my crazy brain, I'm like, I can't have a kid unless I can afford a nanny and have a husband. And like, yeah, right? I like, define wanna... myself as a feminist and in my brain, I don't think I can do it without all that, yeah. which it, it, it is so difficult in so many ways. Like I feel like any way you get through it, that's best for you. Like God bless you because I don't want it to be the hands made tail where we can't have kids anymore. Dude, like that <laughs> becomes yeah. more real and oh real God. each day. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So God, you know, moms everywhere, like freaking God bless you for figuring out the best way for you and your kid and and anybody who helps take care of a child in any way. Yeah. Tutors, teachers, nannies, all of you. Oh man, I was. Yeah. Oh, my teachers, my tutors, my guides. They raised me. I was raised by a. A tribe. Truly, yeah. yeah. You had the village. Yeah, you yeah. had the LA village. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, besides you sort of talking about the difficulties in your relationship with your parents, was there any awkwardness in you creating a series that is satirizing your privilege? Is there? Is there? Was there any resistance in your parents when you say I'm privileged? How do they feel about that? Well, does, does it, does it, is it loaded at all for ve- them? It's very different for them because they came from very different backgrounds, right? My mom, my mom's an immigrant mm-hmm. from Canada. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Long so, journey. Yeah, the long journey down. Um, but yeah, like she came from like nothing up mm-hmm. there and she came here and she worked her butt off. And my dad, you know, he, he was a farm boy from Portland and then he did high school in Hawaii and then, yeah, did this like whole you know, moved around a lot because of remarriages and stuff. And so they came from from not being privileged. Mm-hmm. So they've worked very hard for it. So I think it it was definitely me saying to them, This is this is this is my privilege because you guys like this is what I'm saying. Like they worked for their privilege. So they right. know it's a different kind of it's a different it's a very different kind of yes, it. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is definitely a, a being born into it thing and mm-hmm. and I think that they knew that I knew the difference and that it was about two very different types yeah yeah was there judgment from friends from peers <laughs> no I'm 
I have, I think I have the best friends in the world because everybody's just been so supportive and that's awesome. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, I hope it has helped some of my friends mm-hmm. like help yeah. them kind of joke, has laugh it, at themselves. Has it accomplished what you hoped it would accomplish? That's a big question. Yeah. I Art don't doesn't know. have to accomplish anything. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm happy that it got out there and I'm happy that the people that saw it and, and I, and I hope people took from it something of, value mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean that's all anybody hopes for when they make stuff right right well yeah. i especially because i rewatched it again yeah. and i uh and i i was like watching the work episode and i was laughing so much because it's it's like you're alone at this pizza shop that you work at it's after hours mm-hmm. and you seem to like have total free reign over it you're like singing <laughs> you're like dancing you're acting like you don't have a care in the world yeah and it's like this is so absurd no one would ever have this kind of freedom at their workplace. But here you are, this like adorable, gorgeous, yeah, white stunning girl. place. And thank, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> shout out to the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, where is that place? It's really nice. It's right yeah. off the 101, like when you're going to Universal. Ah, it's a little pizza place. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like a bar. It's stuff. It's but like, I thought fun. it was like such a great embodiment of privilege because like who gets to do that at their place of work? You were so cavalier about yeah, I mean it's like minimum wage but the people are nice. And I mean that like, was literally why I stayed at my job that I had. And that is such a privileged place to come from. Are like, you kidding me? Yeah, like I didn't have to pay rent. I yeah. was making money to to make a web series. It was like, like a fun crazy. It was like a fun little thing. Yeah, so this is where I work. <laughs> It's pretty cool. Um, it's minimum wage, but the people are great and the food is great and I get tips. Um, I'm not great at closing though. So when I do that, it's sometimes a little rough. But it, all in all, it's, it's a fun job. Pizzeria. I'm Italian, so that it's okay that I did that. And the Academy Award for Best Actress in a Featured Motion Picture goes to Natalie D'Amico. What? I've been dreaming about this since I was a kid. Well, my my great uh, great no no stop. Great great. This is actually a pretty normal one. Um, I wanted all of us to do swans, but my manager said, no, we have to do ones that everybody could do, so here we are. I'd like to thank my fans. Also, all the other women in my category, great, great grandma. The biggest the problem is like <laughs> folding the napkins. Yeah, the biggest right? problem yeah, on the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. So for reference, I work. I did. I worked in a restaurant. was not a pizzeria. It was a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I would close, I just was the worst at it. I, I, you know, I mopped. I, I wiped the tables. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like I think I would do it like just wrong because I just was so bad at it yeah and they're just be like Nat like what are you doing and I would always have to ask like <laughs> oh do I do the simple green or the bleach like I just could never get it it's like something was wrong with me so I would just always try and 
kind of earn my keep there by like making people laugh. Mm -hmm. So when I was up at front and it was slow, I would always just like <laughs> play to the kitchen and I would play with my <laughs> friends behind the deli and I would be like, you know, like da da da. And I would do these like dances and I'd be like, oh, you want the BLT? Yeah, yeah, let's get you the BLT. <laughs> and then I would do that in closing too. I would just like, because everybody just is like, oh, let's get out of here. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to suck at closing, at least I'm going to have a fun time making people at least smile a little bit during closing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That so that's, good. yeah, that's where that. One of my only from. food service jobs was at. Einstein Bagel Bakery. Oh, God where the, bless. Where That's the coffee, the coffee things like weigh as much as I do, like the industrial coffee oh, things. God. And there was like I had a lesbian manager who really loved to torture me and always put me. It didn't matter how many men were working. She's like, you clean the coffee pots. I wish I had had the character to make people laugh. I was literally like. <laughs> well, I, I I was like that. I was like crying, mopping. I was so bad at it. She's like, you were yeah. so bad at this, and I'm like, why do you always make me do it? Yeah, yeah. She's like, so you can learn. No, but like yeah. I had. There was this one night where I was where I was wiping down the the uh, the patio outside, and the lights went off because it was like a timer. I was literally like in this mop water in the dark in my non slips, and I was like, fuck me this sucks but then i was like what's gonna what's good is gonna come from me being like this sucks yeah mm -hmm. let's may true. as well just laugh you know did any of your coworkers know about your like financial such know about your privilege yeah i think so i mean was it ever a point of tension i don't maybe i don't know i was always i was always pretty open about it mm-hmm and being like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I right. live with my parents. This I'm I'm making this money and I'm saving it up for something. Mm -hmm. I have no immediate need for it. Right. So it was like, because at the end of the episode, I think it's he's your manager. Yeah. Comes in. Yeah. And he tells, was a coworker. He, that was Greg. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. great. Yeah. He's and great. he wants you to get off the clock. He's clearly he's a stand up comic. And he clearly needs the job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's it's an interesting moment of tension, but you're so adorable. You kind of like charm him over. I mean, that's, I think, probably how I was at the restaurant, yeah. too. I was just like, I know I don't need to be here, but God damn it, I'm going to make, I'm going to earn my keep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to make it worth my being here, you know? That's, yeah. That's funny. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's really interesting that all your um, supporting characters, I feel like, are pursuing jobs of privilege as well. Like, yeah. you did an amazing job casting diversity, but simultaneously they're like, they're that's like, so, okay, that's diffi really funny. their difficulties, quote unquote, pursuing acting are not real difficulties. Like, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah they're I'm like, acting because I'm not being a lawyer. Like, their yeah, problems yeah. are not that bad. Yeah, exactly. Which, which was, 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 and so I'm assuming that was a choice, but it's really interesting that a lot of your supporting characters are people of color. Yeah, totally didn't plan it. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking at the headshots of everybody who I had cast to just kind of like get a visual. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but like, that's, that's the world I grew up in. And mm -hmm. I just, and I think especially at an independent level when we're making our own stuff, we just have to start casting like that. Cause that's the norm. And the more that we can make that the norm, the less it will feel like, Oh, like, you know, like a person of color is right. getting this big Hollywood role. Like, no, that's how it should be. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, so next big question Ba bam ba bam. In episode four, yeah. therapy, <laughs> yeah. you mentioned a suicide attempt. Yes. 
is that based on yes. something you've gone through? Yes, yeah, very much so. Um, pretty much everything in this is real. Yeah, it was kind of just a. I did not put a bath bomb in the bath that I tried well, that's to drown my myself favorite in. episode. I think it's <laughs> yeah. so funny the way that you handle it, and I love serious things being dealt with comedically. Yeah. Um, but could you talk a little bit about the experience or experiences that inspired yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, I was um, thirteen around the first time. Um, and I just remember that that was when my that was when my parents were going away a lot for festivals and stuff, and I felt just so sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I was living in this like beautiful house and going to a private all girls school. So I was like, I have no reason on paper to be sad. Mm-hmm. So why am I feeling this deep, deep pain? Right. And that's, that's the first, that's the first time I tried. And then it just, that, that kind of theme kept coming up again. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It sucked. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then also like a bunch of, (laughs) a bunch of death happened to me when I was 15. Oh really? Like just like two, two, two friends of mine, uh, passed like in three months of each other, which was weird. Yeah. And that's when it came up again. And then it was. I don't know. I've just had a very lot of close experiences with like just ending it, you know, yeah. like entirely or it being ended entirely. Were those two death suicides? One was. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And, yeah. <laughs> so and I think that there's something at the heart. I mean, this this show is very funny and light, but at its heart it's like despite the privilege, like you're still a human being. Exactly. And life yeah. is hard and pain is valid regardless of yeah. like what what shape it takes yeah which is what i really wanted to validate mm-hmm. of like people in our in our situation right yeah like we go through shit and it's tough yeah but we have to we have to realize like it's not it's not actually that tough we can push through and we have to mm-hmm. yeah how did how meanwhile did... i was just gonna say meanwhile this therapist in your therapy episode is doodling money as you're talking <laughs> i know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the worst yeah, yeah. therapist you, of all time i think that's the most like I feel like that's the most extreme. You're you're the most hard on yourself in that episode. Yeah, you really. I just like skewered by you. Really skewered yourself. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. really, really did. Yeah. Was that hard at all to take this this great pain and flip it? Was it, there any pain in that or no? It actually felt so good because yeah. I was like finding a way to laugh at it. Mm-hmm. That is my that's my per, that's my that's my baby episode. Like that was my favorite episode. That's my episode. favorite episode. Yeah, too. yeah. Because I was like, mm-hmm. I can I can laugh at myself for yeah. doing for doing this stuff mm-hmm. and it just I don't know it felt really good to to be able to not hold on to that in a negative way anymore and just kind of smile about it mm-hmm. you know I mean your character lets lets go of a lot of performance in that because the ca- the cameraman like we forget he's there until the very end of the episode was yeah, that right? intentional too like I feel like you oh, drop yeah. You drop a facade in the episode. It feels different than all the other episodes to me. That's good. That's yeah. what we wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of just wanted that one of like, you know, it was day four of this like falling around. So she's a little more comfortable with him. And she was just like, yeah, this is like another thing that happens in my life. And this is kind of the the one where you kind of you, you 
in therapy, you can't put anything on because you will be seen right through, you know? It's interesting, though, because yeah. I feel like you're with the worst therapist in the world. Like, the, I don't know if this therapist would see through you. This therapist doesn't give a shit. But. Oh, man. God bless Janine. Guys, that's yeah. Janine. She's going on a little tour. She's a stand-up yeah. comic. She's great. She's funny. What's She's her so full funny. name? Janine Brito. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, I thought she was really funny. Yeah, she was very She's funny. She's hilarious. We'll we play took... a little clip. I'll play a little clip, okay. and then we'll talk more about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, With pills? The first time? But they were Advil. How many? Um, seven. Seven? And yeah. how did that work out for you? kind of just farted weird for the next week. And then the second time I tried to use a knife. But I faint at the thought of blood, so every time I tried, I just passed out. I didn't even make it. Um, um, and then the third time, I tried to drown myself in a bath. But I put a bath bomb in it. Because, you know, then at least if I died there, then it would look pretty. Have you thought about doing that again? Like, not a relaxing bath, but killing yourself? Uh, no. No, not at all. <laughs> I love yeah. Not a relaxing bath, but like killing like, yourself. Kind of <laughs> yeah. You're right. Was that hard? Was that episode hard for your parents at all? I don't know. We w we watched them all together the night before the first one went on. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just watched that one through the 5th. Right. So I didn't kind of get their individual reaction on that, but I bet it was. I yeah. mean, I was like, I, I was, I was really hard to deal with right. when I was that age because I was really, I was really struggling. How did you get through that time? Um, <laughs> theater. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And just like, kind of escaping mm -hmm. into this into this world of of imagine imaginary. Yeah. Cause it, cause it felt so good to like not be myself, but mm -hmm. still feel this like elation. When I saw a clip of you as a child doing Viola, I <laughs> pooped my pants with joy. There's all of these like interstitials of Natalie as a kid doing theater and they are so cute. Yeah, I mean, that was truly my life. It's adorable, yeah. I love it, it. Okay, so that stemmed from my parents, the rule was you cannot audition for anything until you're 18 nothing professionally wow so I was like okay but I have to perform because there's this like thing inside me so I just did the most amount of theater that any little kid has ever done Aww. because that wasn't an audition that was like community stuff right, right. so like yeah. that was allowed <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so were you part of a community theater yeah yeah, yeah. I uh, delightful Productions. shout out oh, cool where is where is that one that's in Culver City I also want to let you know that um after I watched your show after episode five. The next YouTube video that popped up was how Christian 
guys describe a godly girl. So well done. Thank God. Thank you know? God that was the next video. You're I'm like, you're godly. I'm what godly. keywords did you enter? A girl is the girl. only one. Yeah. <laughs> a godly girl. Godly yeah. girl. Because you are like, your show is feminist, privilege, girl, but you know, yeah. I don't know. Google is, Google's remarkable. Truly. Good job, Google. <laughs> what advice do you have for other people who find themselves in similar positions of privilege? Oh man, I don't know. Am I qualified to give it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, keep calling yourself out. Keep educating yourself. I constantly have to. I find myself asking, like, oh, I don't know what that means all the time. Mm-hmm. And you got you gotta ask, you gotta know. Um yeah, uh say say stuff, call call stuff out, and then also know when to not and mm-hmm. to just listen. Um do you have a memory of being called out? I'm I, we, when we were talking about this earlier. I was trying to think of if I have a memory of being called out for like you should not be, be speaking on that. Do you have a memory at all like that? Um, yeah. It uh, it. I don't. I don't know if I want to say it. You don't have you to. Don't you have totally to. don't have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can edit around me saying that. Um, but, <laughs> but it was like a, like I am, um, I'm cis, right? And and there's a lot of things that I just cannot say anything about in the trans community. And I think I, I, I tried to relate mm. in, in ways that were just like not appropriate because I just like didn't. I just like didn't know, yeah, um, and that screwed up some relationships for me, mm-hmm. and so that's that's a huge issue that I'm constantly trying to better myself on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like your generation, your generation. Yeah, <laughs> but it feels like your generation, just based on my interactions with you. And granted, we're in like very liberal California, yeah, exactly. Um, but also like with some of my younger family members, like even you, just being ten years younger than me you've grown up with so much more acceptance of the LBGTQ community community. Yeah. That and that's the thing. Like I, I'm in it. Like, right. I'm, right. I'm, which I'm, we haven't even touched on. I'm the B yo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but like super, super not the T they're, to- they're totally different. Yeah. And yes, they're in the same kind of, I guess umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. But so not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I to and echo then, what Angela is saying, every, yeah. everybody I know who is more millennial than I am, which is you, <laughs> uh, their sexuality seems so fluid. It's, yeah. fan- it's fantastic. Yeah, all my friends growing up, like, we're, we're pretty gay. Like, there was a <laughs> lot of crisscross, for crisscross sure. Crisscross yeah. yeah, yeah, crisscross applesauce. But it's fascinating to me because I, I went to a performing arts high school where, oh, where, where gay people came out in high school. No problem. But there's all yeah, in these. In Florida. In Florida. But oh, we, yeah. we went to such an accepting school yeah. that all my, I grew up with a ton of gay friends and everybody was out in high school. Yeah. But there's all these cool new labels and fun sexual fluidity that I just feel is like new yeah. or people oh, yeah. are more okay with it now than they used yeah, to be. Yeah, I mean, there's just like language being created, yeah. which yeah. is so dope. Yeah. And it's just like we, and it's just like this language makes people who are those things <laughs> feel 
great you yeah know? right so it's like let's just let's just adjust y'all like that's the least we can do you know yeah so yeah. it almost feels like at least just from my perception right now it almost feels like you're more e- equipped to check your privilege than maybe someone in my generation or older is because there's just so much more dialogue happening about yeah. it and there's yeah i think that's what it is you know, i just grew up with it yeah, yeah. you grew, grew up, up like knowing to listen mm-hmm. more than speak on certain things yeah and definitely, and definitely that thing of like the white girl saying like, I have my best friend's black, like that, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that's, that was, that was a very real thing that was brought up a lot, especially where I went to high school. Cause, mm-hmm. Okay. So we went, so I went to Pali, shout mm-hmm. out, um, <laughs> which was the Palisades is like a very rich white area and then it's charter school. So people get bussed in from all over LA. So it was very much like this kind of rich white and you're saying all girls no uh, No. that was middle school okay okay Uh, this is this is high school i made i made a change (laughs) (laughs) because i tried to kill myself so it was really bad (laughs) all those bitches around too many yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) no um (laughs) yikes that was dark (laughs) i'm just kidding Yeah. Also, like, not because, like, thank God I I changed. But yeah, yeah. you know, it it was something that I saw a lot and was like, that is weird. Like, that is not how that should be. And I was also very, very lucky to have a lot of um, wonderful people of color, like, kind of lay it out for me and being like, yo, like, when you say this, like, that's not cool. And I'm like, yeah dude noted like will not say that anymore Mm -hmm. because I grew up in drama you know everybody's just like so blatantly honest with each other Mm -hmm. which thank god because then we just you know educate each other yeah 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 because it's icky places are you know where you where you talk about stuff Mm -hmm. like this like I have this like huge knot in my chest because it's like so weird to talk about yeah. privilege. Yeah, then it's just, really like, uncomfortable. Oh, me privilege, you know, me like privilege. yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, it's so hard. But like, yeah. I think we should talk about it because you know we've got people leading our country who just oh, man. are so lost in their privilege. And Absolutely. It's like, if we if we allow people, I think, to talk about experiences across the board. Maybe we could have a chance of saving our country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah allowing people to be human and be human with each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah. Like, and hopefully, safe safe space of like, no matter where you come from, like, we can talk about it because then maybe we can all get some fucking perspective. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's crazy that it's that it's had to get to this point for that change to be made. Mm-hmm. But I guess you know that's what people needed. Yeah. Yeah. Shock yeah. us into action. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we go, <laughs> should we do a round of what's making our clams dance? We should. We, yeah. <laughs> Who wants okay. to go first? Wait. Clarification question. The clams are just like our beings. Sure. Because I was like, the clams could like be the the innuendo, you know? But clams could also just be like this like, yeah. you're being. Yeah. Great. I totally love that. Thank God. <laughs> Let's talk about our clams. Yeah. What's making your clam dance, Natalie? Um, it's it's doing this like weird like push and pull contemporary dance for sure. <laughs> uh one one pull of the contemporary mm-hmm. style yep. is so much self-doubt and self-criticism and um you suck, you're the worst. And then the other one is like, screw that side keep working for it 
just keep getting out there. So it's that that voice of like just keep just keep pushing. That's that's what's making the the full clam dance. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Thank you for freaking having yeah. me. Yeah. And as always, thank you for listening, clams. Reach out to us on social media yes, if you want to be on the clam bake. If you if we did something wrong, yeah, if we're tell not us. Checking, Yo, call us out, call us yeah, out. Yeah, if we're yeah. not checking our privilege enough, let us know. Uh, thanks, thanks for tuning in. We love you. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the clam bake. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. Just a couple of a